What's going on? It's uh, welcome to 2020. Happy New Year. Or is it past that time? I had this discussion. I said, let's, I mean, let's just get into it. I haven't seen y'all or spoken to y'all, upload anything since November. But guess what? It's January 2020. I haven't uploaded anything since November. When I was out there running, I got 52 miles, man. That's a lot of miles. Anyway, but what is the cutoff for Happy New Year? It's an old topic. It's probably been around since the start of time. I talked about this with a good friend of mine, and I told him the 2nd of January is the cutoff. That's it. January 2nd is the cutoff because Happy New Year happens at midnight, right? January 1st. And then you go to sleep, hungover, you wake up, hungover. You tell everybody that day, Happy New Year. And everybody that second, January 2nd, Happy New Year. By the 3rd, 4th, 5th, if you don't know it's the new year yet, if you're not writing the previous year on the 3rd and 4th, you're useless. Get out of here. There's no more Happy New Year's after that. After the 2nd. That's the cutoff. But I'm saying it right now. It's way beyond the 2nd because you know I upload every week. A new episode every week. But I haven't talked to y'all since November. But anyway. But yeah, I'm back, man. I haven't gone anywhere. I'm here. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, whatever, website. I'm everywhere. But I haven't gone anywhere. Anyway, um, what's in the news, man? Let's talk about what's in the news. I was thumbing through something. I don't know which one it was. But I see, man, this is some of my concern, right? I've been podcasting, I think for four years technically i think i started i don't know whatever it is but i see that lizzo is off of twitter because of trolls right and when i read that i thought i literally this is what i thought about that i said so she's she i saw her i don't know last year whatever you know she's snowed in in houston so she does a song or whatever now now she's pretty popular and I'm thinking, man, she's quitting Twitter. She's quitting an internet-based thing because there are people out there that are, uh, they don't have a face. They, they're not saying things to her face, you know what I mean? And she's quitting Twitter, letting these people get to her. Um, and I was literally thinking, man, people would kill, kill to be where she is, you know, where she is quitting People are grinding. They're they're 40, 50 year olds still trying to rap from nineteen, you know, eighty six. They would kill to be where she is, and she's quitting Twitter, man. And it was just frustrating because, um, she's a you know she's a positive person. Or they you know I think the um, what do you call it? The media pushes this pos- uh, what is it called? body positivity on her and all this stuff um so she's she's a positive person which is great but for her to let uh basically negativity get her to not do what she does and that's just be herself you know what i mean she got a lot of flack for um wearing basically underwear to that lakers i think it was a lakers game between you and me people are like well it's only because it's lizzo if it were rihanna you would praise it i wouldn't I think it's gross, man. You are a woman, right? You are a lady. You should dress 
and present yourself as a lady. When you don't do that, when you walk around in your underwear or like uh, old Selena in a, in a bustier, it's going to warrant, it's going to govern some type of uh, reaction from people. Some of it good. Uh, see, that's, that's the danger. Is it good because they're, um, they're gawking at you or looking at you? You want the attention. That's why you wear it. Or it could be bad. Or they say, well, put on some clothes. You know what I mean? Some people feel like that those images and that type of clothing is only reserved for your significant other. But when you're out there flaunting it, you're going to get that negativity. And she got that negativity, man. And I, but I looked at it like, well, yeah, man, put some clothes on. You, nothing. And that's the thin line you get with, is it because she's, I don't know how big she is, 250 pounds. I don't know. But is it because she's that large and then she wears stuff like that? So then she's sort of reinforcing the body positive thing to not cover up. But then if a woman was her height, and a hundred and I don't know twenty pounds. I don't know how tall she is, and she wore the same thing. Wouldn't it? Wouldn't the person get the same flack for the outfit, not the confidence to wear it? I don't know, man. It's like she. It almost seemed now. I've seen her maybe because she's famous now or more popular than she was. But it seems like she puts on an act, like as if she has to be this way, when before she was humble. And I'm definitely not saying that you shouldn't, if you work hard and you put in the time, whether that time is a week or 10 years, if you put in that time and you start to become famous, I'm not saying you should always be humble. You should definitely enjoy some of it. But I remember at that Lakers game, they had some footage of her behind, uh, I think she was walking down the hallway or whatever it was. And it seemed like she turned it on instead of just, you know, just wearing some clothes and then going to um, going to the game. It was just odd to me, man. But yeah, she's, she's, um, and if you're listening to this, it's old news, right? But I gotta give you my opinion. That's what I do. But, um, I saw that she, um, yeah, she got off Twitter, man. And it's a shame because everywhere you go, there's going to be negative people, negative things. I mean, if negative, it's going to be negative people, and negative things. And she, she let that get to her. She let that crack her. You know what I mean? And I don't think it's uh, I don't think she should have done that. She should have weeded through it all like she's done so far. You know, you're telling me that people weren't making fun of her, period, for whatever. In junior high school and high school. I don't know if she went to college or anything, but that's just what people do. And now that you're uh, exposing yourself via the Internet, you're going to get more of both. You're going to get more people saying, hey, way to go. It's a great song. And you're going to get more people saying just shut shut up. That's nobody wants to hear that. It's a shame, man. She let it get to her. I was looking at um looking at one of these articles about her. She um says uh, they say she went to Instagram. She says uh two thousand nine uh was a year year her father died, two thousand nine. She was living in her car, cried herself to sleep on Thanksgiving, also in two thousand nine. She was a girl in Houston, Texas with no plan, no hope, and no will to carry on. And in 2019, her album went number one. I would think, and this is coming from a guy who doesn't have, uh, I guess, success by comparison. Everybody defines their own success. But looking at her, coming from a guy who doesn't have success like her, I look at it and go, you went from, I mean, you're somebody always, but 
you went from nobody to somebody and you should just ride that wave, man. There should, there should be nothing that's pulling you down only because you know that she's younger than me. So she was born into the internet, you know, um, people are just going to be negative. That's just what people do. But you have to, you have to not take the high road, but maintain the high road. You know, that's like, you know, it's your birthday and somebody wants to be, you know, you go out to eat and somebody wants to be a jerk or the waiter wants to be a jerk or something or whatever. It's a bad day for them. It's not going to, why would you let that bring you down? You know what I mean? You should just, just keep it moving. You know, she's gone this far and it's, it looks like it. I have parent, uh, parents have passed away it's it's the it's the pits man but you all you're gonna dwell on that a little bit but you always have to figure a way out you know i did she did she kept going you know she made these hit songs she's doing videos and oh it's a shame though i'm telling you man i hope she gets back on and figures it out because it's almost like she's she's almost like a parent that you know gives in and she's such a role model without trying. She's a role model for people. And then she's giving in. That's what I'm saying. People would kill to be where she is, man. Just where she is to quit. I don't know how many Instagram, Instagram, I don't know how many Twitter followers she has or whatever, but that's a goal for some people. Some people, um, exposure, period. Followers, exposure, hit songs, uh, success. Um, how do you say it? In whatever they're doing success in that same manner right she has a hit song or hit album their success may be getting hired um as an actor in you know a blockbuster movie or somebody that does art getting uh selling a piece for you know 100 grand or something people would kill to be where she is and she's there and she's calling it quits on something that i feel like she should know is uh it would happen for sure I'll tell again, it's like with me with this podcast, if if I would ever if I would ever really upload consistently and um have good content and actually pick a lane, man. And I'm I'm thankful for the seventeen people, eighteen now, that actually listen to this podcast. So, you know, uh hit me up and ask me when's the next episode and, and consistently listen. I'm very thankful for those people, but I know if for whatever reason, however it happened, hopefully through hard work and the and the better choices for the um for the podcast, uh if I ever get to a point where I'm consistently hitting ten thousand streams per episode, you know, and then getting discovered by people, like I discovered podcasts, I just discovered one and then I went back probably a hundred episodes. You know, um, if I ever get to that, I know there's going to be some backlash. There's going to be some, especially for older episodes, there's going to be like, yeah, you don't know what you're talking about. You know, your your, your video quality is horrible, you know, whatever it is. And there's going to be people like that. But there's also with all again, with all of those negative people, there's going to be people coming through going, oh, man, that's great. You know, I'm from Cincinnati and I started the podcast because of you or, or whatever it is, whatever the connection is, you know, Um I just feel like she should have known that. I'm not blaming her. I mean, she can do whatever she wants. It doesn't affect me. The only way it affects me is I don't have anything to talk about on a podcast. But um, I just look at that and go, man, I hope she gets through it just to kind of show them or uh, show herself that, you know, she's strong. And I know people that um, 
get called strong and don't want to be called strong. And uh, I think their thought process about certain things is just let's get through it because they know they can get through it because they've been to worse places and they've gotten through it. And so that every, you know, every second and every day that getting through the last thing helps them get through the next thing, but they don't look at themselves as strong. And I feel like Lizzo taking these lumps, she should, she should, I mean, she should, whatever, do whatever she wants again. I hope she gets through it. So then she'll never have to look back at this again. I mean, she'll look back at it and go, well, yeah, that, you know, I got, you know, punched in the face on that one. But she'll never have to quit Twitter again. The other thing, too, is the, um, when people like her, when they make these announcements, I think uh, Cardi B did it. She went off of Instagram or something. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm a bad example, but just stop using it. Just stop. You, I mean, you have a website, you have tours, you know, you, you're putting out albums, you have Instagram and Snapchat and TikTok and Pinterest and whatever else. So what? You quit one platform. I know, I don't know them, but I've seen famous people, absolutely famous people that don't do anything on their Facebook page. Maybe they just quit Facebook and they don't care about it. That's fine. But when these people make these announcements, she's I'm quitting Twitter, and then she goes over to Instagram and talks about it. Just take a break, man. So I think, I think no different than your job, right? Your occupation, even your family. Um, I think you have to take a break with everything. You can give so much, and then you kind of get burned out, or you're starting to see yourself uh, crumble a little bit and not put out uh, quality. Uh, whatever quality product and I feel like she should have just should just not did it man and then went to go talk to a psychiatrist or psychologist or psychiatrist I don't know if you know phone in give me a call sms text me or whatever but I mean she should have talked to somebody and got some help about it you know there's nothing there's nothing wrong with taking a break but I do feel like that's the trick is they feel compelled to make these announcements like just don't do it just just log off. Log out of Twitter, log out of Instagram, whatever. Delete the app, whatever it is. You know, get rid of it. Take a break for a while. But I hope she uh but I hope she um hope she gets through it. There's a picture of her shaking her butt at the Lakers game. I, I, I just look at that like that's distasteful though. Like why would you do that? Because I feel like things like that happen. She goes to the Lakers game in a, in a G-thong and then is upset because people are talking negative about her. What do you, what do you think is going to happen? You put yourself on display like that. People are going to – people are already going to not like you. You can be fully clothed, all the manners in the world. People are going to not like you. And then she's going to do that. And then that's where I think the she kind of uh, – Pushes the button of the people with the negativity. Yeah, you know, let me do this. I don't care what they think. Apparently, you do care. If you didn't care, you'd still be on Instagram. I mean, you'd still be on Twitter. Ah, I don't know. That's I. That kind of stuff bothers me, man. The announcements and, you know, it doesn't hurt, doesn't matter. It does, man. It's okay. But I don't know. So anyway, that's my new year, reading about Lizzo. Um, 
And then, yo, check this. Did you see, uh, who am I talking to? I don't know, but 17, 18, 19 people that are listening to this right now. So, Rihanna wanted to, uh, this is the crazy part about me. I've listened to Shaggy for, I mean, not consistently, right? Because he's, you know, put an album out, doesn't put an album out in six years, right? But Shaggy is a legend in the game. Legend. You want a Jamaican accented singer, talker on the track. You're getting Shaggy or, uh, oh man, Sean Paul. One of those two. You're going to pay him a little fee, give him the uh, production points or whatever they want in the contract, and you get that song, or you get those, they get that voice on the song. Well, Shaggy passed up a, uh, this is a Shaggy passed on working with Rihanna on her new album because he didn't want to audition. That dude's a veteran. You don't make that dude audition, man. You present the song to him and go, hey, man, I want you to say this part on this song. And then if they decline, you go, ah, okay, they won't be a part of the song. For real. Can't make Shaggy. Shaggy! It wasn't me? Come on, man. Make that boy. You ain't make him do anything. He didn't do it. Gonna uh, ask him to daggone audition for Rihanna. Easy, buddy. Easy. Umbrella remix, Shaggy featuring Rihanna, 2007. That's nuts, though, man. You know, speaking of uh, speaking of uh, all this stuff, man. Um, yeah. So it's 2020. I haven't uploaded since November. 2019 was a um, was a pretty pretty hectic year. It wasn't hectic. I mean, I just got back, just came back to um, Maryland. And um trying to I got a new job and I'm trying to get uh trying to get back in with the family. You know, so trying to balance that was rough, man. Um I talked to I talked to my wife about it and she was saying she's a uh a psych major. She was saying that uh your boy is or was depressed, man. And now that I think about it it may, I don't know, what is that, uh, power of suggestion? Now that I think about it, um, like not putting out episodes of the podcast, planning, plenty of planning, you know? Got a pad, uh, podcast, got a podcast, uh, got a podcast studio kind of set up where my stuff is, you know, permanently there, uh, which I had before when I was, uh, you know, when I was out. Um, it just wasn't the same, but now I have a, you know, a permanent spot. All my stuff is set up. I've, I've had many podcasts in my car talking to myself about different topics and just for hours, man. Um, writing a gang of topics, talking to people, but, um, I noticed over the past year, 2018, even 2019, it's like, I didn't have the drive to do it. And this is just about this is um this is just about the most free um it's just about the most free platform you can have to do and talk about whatever you want. I mean, I just mentioned it that I really don't have a lane when it comes to what this podcast is about. You know, it's not about sports, it's not about empowerment, it's not about um being an entrepreneur, it's not about um 
stocks. Like it's not necessarily, it's not about anything. And I don't have, I mean, I don't have a, I'm not springboarding off of a, um, off of a career choice. Like some people, I know some guys that are in the military that, um, their podcast is kind of military driven. It's a big, it's a heavy influence there. There's veterans, uh, like Jocko and, uh, um, I can't think of the guy, Tim Kennedy. Like there's these people out there to do that. Then there's comedians that do it and they springboard their podcast from their, um, from their comedy. But, um, I just remember we were talking about it and a lot of stuff has changed, man. And, um, when she brought up that depression thing, I kind of thought, yeah, maybe I am, you know, and it's hard for me to see it because I mean, maybe I do see it, but once you, once you talk about it and really, you know, think about what someone's saying, it, it is, I just fell into the same routine of really not doing anything. The one thing that I, I don't know, man, one thing that I think I did notice was, I was always sleepy, always tired, just wanted to lay in bed and do nothing. Even though I, you know, I'll get up at three or four in the morning, but I just didn't. I had no drive to do anything, and that's the. I think that's what really bugged me was I didn't want to do my podcast. It, not going to work, whatever. Ah, that happens. That's people's lives, right? But I thought, man, the one thing that I created and got started and put the work in for, I didn't even want to do that. You know, it got to a point where. Um, I was, so it's a slippery slope because I didn't do one episode one week and then that turned into a month and then that turned into four months and it almost turned into a year and you can go back and listen to probably, I don't know, the last 10 episodes. I don't even know how many episodes I did in 2019. I may have done four episodes, you know, we were talking about that and it was rough, man. That was part of uh, why I did that November thing was to really kind of um, make myself, force myself to get out there and do something. It's that it's the thing where, you know, you lose your job and you get depressed or you don't know where to turn. And it's the easiest it's the easiest place you can be because you can start anywhere. So that's why November came about. Um, I just had to do something. And it kind of snapped me out of it for a while. But um, really talking to my wife, man, you got to, she really, she helped me with it, smacked me in the face with it. And uh, I spoke about it before, um, about just being, surrounding yourself with good people, man. If you don't do that, then, you know, it's it's not hard to find your drive and your the reason that you do things. But if you start slipping, there's nobody there to tell you you're slipping. You can, but the self-talk only goes so far. You know, even with Govember, right? And I've I've ran for years. Um, you get to that point where you start to see the same people up there every morning. They're running or at the gym or whatever. And those are the people that you connect with. Uh, I didn't have anybody. I just had her. You know. I think uh, Willie Simmons. Louis Simmons said, he says, uh, if you walk with the lame, you'll develop a limp. I'm a firm believer in that. You will become the people that you surround yourself with, your friends. You don't necessarily do it on purpose, you know. But if you're around a bunch of people that are doing big things and moving forward in life and starting businesses and 
going to, you know, conferences or whatever, you're going to either going to do that and move your life forward like that, or you're not, and you're going to not necessarily not move forward, but not move at the same pace. But that daggone depression thing was, it was a slap in the face because um, I always felt like, um, I always felt maybe, I always felt like I was a bit down all the time, you know, and I don't know, is it from what I've been through where I know uh, everything can be uh, taken away from you in a second, you know, so, so I live a little bit humble, but then I also understand that, you know, I'm, I'm responsible for my own happiness and my own goals and my own outcome. You know, I can only do what I can do. But if I'm not doing, if I'm not doing that, then I can't blame anyone else for me not succeeding. And uh, usually I can, usually if I get on the ropes, you know, get my head too much, I can get myself out of it. Yeah, but this time, man, it wasn't. It was probably, I was probably going through that for sure, uh, twenty nine, all of twenty nineteen, since January, for sure. Uh, when I was working out of the country, it was different. You know, you get lonely, um, and you kind of, kind of get into a, a routine. Especially if you're, if you don't want to change up too much. You know, you can, when you're out of the country or something, you're not around your family for an extended period of time. You can maybe regress. You know, going out to clubs and lounges and all that kind of stuff and. I've done that. I've done that since I was 17, and you know I've lost that. It doesn't do anything for me. You know the spark isn't there, so that that wasn't an option. So just trying to get out of it, man. I mean, I started playing video games again. I got into that heavy, you know, setting up, you know, mixer accounts, and you know, just trying to trying to do something to break the, uh, uh, I don't know, the slump. But um. My wife sent me down, dude. That was that was big, 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 big ticket stuff, man. That's the, uh, what is that, sickness and health line, you know, when you get married. That's the part that no one, you know, wants to talk about. And thankfully, I mean, she probably suffered from it too. I mean, she did you know, with me in the house and kids and trying to maintain the house. And I'm finally get back and, you know, she's, She's looking at me like, oh, man, I finally have some help. And I was trying to help. You know, I was doing what I thought I could. But sometimes, man, I'm just in my head. And uh, it started to show. Yeah, it started to show last year for sure. But, but, yeah, I'm back, man. And it's it's a long time coming, man. I mean, I'm telling you, even trying to upload a podcast was like, oh, I want to do it. I mean, I've had it set up where I'm just like, let's do it. I got the computers on, I got the mics plugged in, and I just don't do it. I would always, it almost reminded me of when I was, um, when I was maybe in my 20s, for surely a teenager, where I would find more reasons to not do something than to do it, even if it was something that I knew I needed to do or, um, or I should do. I would find a reason to not do it, and uh, that's where I got to, man. When I was much older, you know, I definitely listened to uh, one um, book that helped me was uh, 
uh, David Goggins has a book, Can't Hurt Me. I got the audio book, man. I, I, I'm not a reader like that. I got his audio book, so I, could, man, I think I've listened to that thing 50 times. I got a nice drive to work. I listen to it to work. I listen to it on the way home. If I'm cleaning up, I listen to it. And some of the stuff, <clears throat> some of the things that he said in that book um, that helped him get through his childhood, get through buds, you know, I think he uh, go through a, he get through buds twice. I think three times, third time he got through, or one time he was a reservist. But uh, some of the things that he said, some of his um, just his thought process, man, it really helped me to get through some challenging times. Uh, I think I got I got back in January, so listen to that dude and that stinking book. You know, I'm out there running in, in February, and you know. 30 degree weather and shorts and a t-shirt just getting it because because it was something that I don't want to do you know it was uncomfortable and the wildest part is um I felt great doing it it was it was that thing when you're an adult or you get to a maturity level or whatever it is and you finally do it and you own it and you say oh that's what I needed you know and Again, kind of like Lizzo, where you know, I ran, so now, uh, for for example, I ran and I've, I've run before, uh, when it's cold out, but not consistently like that. I was running, I want to say five or six days a week, it was every day because I worked nights, so I was running every single day. Um, but now that I've done that consistently, there's I don't care what temperature it is, hot outside, cold outside, I'll run if I have the time. Right, if I make the time, um, and that's what a lot of uh, uh, at November was all about, where um, I just ran and ran and ran, and the best part about that, I think I talked about it on the episode, it was um, I kind of wanted people to to cheer me on, but then I also didn't, just to see how far I can go, you know, and I think. Um, from the first post about that, I don't know, maybe it was 20 people, <clears throat> 20 people liked it or whatever it was. You can go on the Facebook page and see it. And then it got down to about two people, you know, and they would just come through, hit like, which is fine. But that's when I saw, oh, okay. And that's life. You know, just like your, you know, your first kid, you know, oh, everybody's happy and your second, third, fourth kid, no one cares. Like that first post, people are like, oh man, go Vember. Let's get out and do it, man. Posting, you know, what you did that day and how many steps you got or whatever. And then people go, yeah, who cares? You know? And I think I thrived off of that. That's why. I don't know, man. Just my brain works like that sometimes. It's like I want the success, but then I don't. I don't know, man. Maybe, well, you know, maybe that's me. That is me, which is, uh, which is the weirdest thing. Anyway, yeah, that depression stuff is real, man. And I really realize, okay, I got to stop talking about this, though. This is my last point. With depression, with any sort of uh, depression, depression, um, maybe symptoms or um, uh, hints, and this is what I told people, and this is what I do believe, is that people that are depressed, Right. Maybe not clinically. Maybe they're just, you know, 
maybe like me, just a whole year where they just can't seem to get things right and their mind right. A lot of times they want, you know, they want the, they want their life to change, you know, but they're not, they don't know how to make a change or they don't have the confidence to make a change. But a lot of times that's what it is. They want something in their life to change. And uh, it was a long time trying to figure out what it was that I wanted or that I needed to change. And uh, I don't know. I literally just, just started doing things, started doing things that I didn't want to do. I'm telling you, man, that, that daggone uh, can't hurt me really, really shook my brain up. It got to the point where I was I would wash the dishes when I didn't want to do it, when I absolutely did not want to do it, I did it. And just those little nuggets, man, those are the things that got me through. And um, those are the things that I'll probably use forever, you know. And then uh, recently, okay, maybe this is the last thing I'll talk about. And recently, uh, I can't remember where it was, Instagram or Facebook, there was a post about you as the, I don't know if it was the man, but it was definitely the whatever, whoever, whatever parent it is. It said, uh, there was a list of things, you know, how to, how to improve your life or something like that, whatever it was, you know, Instagram is. Um, and it said one of them was before you go in the house after work, you actually, if you need to, you sit in the car for 10 minutes and kind of clear your head of everything that happened outside the house. And then the second you step in the door, you know, you throw a big smile on your face and you bring the room up. You liven the house up. And, uh, I mean, I did that and it worked, you know. Still, I got a nice little drive, nice ride home. So by the time I got home, you know, got myself together, man, walked through the door and it works. You know, it's little things like that that I think uh, if you're ever feeling down or doubt yourself, one, you know, call somebody, text somebody, you know, whatever it is. But two, you have to take ownership of it. You have to really you know, dig your heels in, or not dig your heels in, but you really have to take steps forward to um to change it, whatever you think that is. If you think, you know, not that you need to be more assertive, but if you, you just need to take more control and responsibility, then do that, you know? And that's what I did. I mean, I'm still struggling with it, but as you hear right now, actually recording, recording a pod, I hope I'm recording this thing. Ain't that something? Sitting there talking for 87 minutes and, not recording, but I mean, I'm actually sitting there, uh, recording an episode and I feel like it has, I have something to say on it, you know? So that's that about depression and getting through it. Um, but again, man, if you, if you guys are struggling with anything and it's not, you're not crying about it, you're not, you know, um, Uh, reach out, man. Reach out to me. Shit, I got. I'm on everything, you know. If you want to talk about something. <sighs> anyway, let's get out of that. Let's get out of that. All right. Um. Uh. Yeah. So anyway, thank you for uh, listening, man. Uh, for real. I've been like I said, I've been doing this for I don't know. I think three or four years for sure. Uh, and people consistently, you know, listen to the episodes and, you know, download them and, and they talk to me about them. Um, yeah. All right, man. 
What's next? Oh, so then, uh, so what we did, so speaking of, uh, you know, my wife and the family and everything, I went to a thing called Enchanted DC. So check this out. So my wife is like, all right, man, you're back. We got a whole year, three, four, five, six, ten now, a thousand years together. We need to start doing things for the family, like with the family. Let's start making these uh, memories, you know, start, you know, doing something, right? And I thought about that too. I said, uh, being, so I'm in Maryland now. I'll be in Maryland every week, same same bat time, same bat channel. But I was in, uh, I, was, I was thinking about it too. I said, man, you know, I've, uh, as a child, I went to, you know, the Washington Monument and I went down to, um, went down to the White House and all that stuff. But as an adult, man, I haven't made any, I haven't made any memories, you know. And then with uh, family, the same thing. So my wife says, "All right, well, we're gonna go to the Enchanted, whatever, Enchanted DC or something." It's down at the, uh, or was at least at the national. What is this called? The uh, the Nationals baseball stadium, right? So me, I'm like, ah, whatever. Let's roll. Let's get it, man. So, um. My wife was into it, you know, tickets, I don't know, I think we got tickets, whatever it was. So we get down there, it's at the baseball stadium, there's metal detectors, there's security out, there's a gang of people, oh, and then you get to buy a slot for the times, like, all right, man, you got to show up between 9 o'clock and 9.30, help with the flow, it's like, all right, bet we're in there, baby. (sighs) So we get down there, and uh, it was pretty decent, man, nice show, they had the, um, you go down there and you you get this map and you find the reindeer, Santa's reindeer and all this stuff. It was pretty cool, man. Some good sights, good pictures. We walked around D.C., did not go to Five Guys down there. Did not, not do not, did not. I will mess up some Five Guys right now. Pause? Anyway, so um, so we get down there. So, of course, you know, we got to eat. And um, there were some things. This is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking it's a event for like Christmas and, you know, just that's the thing. Well, that was the thing. But we get down there and mm, 98% of the food was all baseball food. And I was just I was upset because I thought I thought it'd be different. Don't don't get me don't get it twisted. I thought, you know, that we're at the baseball stadium. So they use the baseball facilities to to make to make uh Christmas food or whatever. Not nachos, cheeseburgers, hot dogs, like just regular stuff, man. They had a few things, man, they had waffles and stuff, but ugh. I was a little upset, man. That's my uh that's my uh Enchanted DC story. But it was good, man. I, we'll probably go again next year. I don't know. But if you ever do get a chance to go, it's solid. Just know that you, you ain't getting nothing fancy. You know, they had like fried cheese, waffles, uh, chili cheese fries. It was it was all right. You know, it was something to do. It was one of those things that uh, I'm glad we did. We went down. It was, we were down there like a couple hours. It wasn't bad, man. And then we got all up out of there kind of glad we're done with that i don't want to do it again why would i want to do it again anyway yeah man so i don't know look at this look at this will you look at this 
Um, I don't know, man. I guess that's it. That's my New Year's podcast. Uh, short but sweet this year. This uh, this episode. Um, again, I'm on iTunes. I'm everywhere you can get the get the uh, podcast. Um, Spotify's on there too now. Actually got that on. Got the uh, podcast on there. If you can't get it somewhere, let me know. I'll see what I can do to get it on there for some kind of special. I don't know, special request format thing or whatever. Let me know, please, please, please. Um, I don't know, man. It's been a ooh, my battery is uh, sufficient. Oh, I got one more thing. This has been bugging me for a while. Bugging me. This this right here has bothered me since day one. It's 2019. It's a 2019 issue. I'm going to say this, and I'm just running with it. I believe it. Lil Nas Old Town Road is a good song. There, I said it. I'm done. It's a good song. I'm tired of people. It upset me when they were talking about it's not country enough. Whatever, man. It's a good song. Lil Nas Old Town Road is a good song. There, I said it. That's it. Argue me. Please. Please argue me. Old Town Road is a good song. Doesn't make a lot of sense, but listen to it. I don't know why he's got Wrangler on his booty. I don't know why he's got Lean All In his something, but it's a good song, man. Then Billy Ray went on there? Flipped it? Hold my guitar? Watch this? We'll make it it extra country? I just saw that daggone video from that boy. Old Town Road's a good song. Hashtag there I said it. If you got something to say about it, hit me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. All of it. I believe it. Old Town Road, Lil Nas X. It's a good song. There I said it. New hashtag. There I said it. All right. I'm going to see y'all next week. I'm out.